guys, and welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode, or double episodes, of The Good Place. We're going to start with The Answer, written by Dan Schofield, directed by Valeria Migliasi Collins. I think I got that right. This episode premiered 11-21-19, and I gave this episode a 10 out of 10. Before we do get into the recap, we do need to celebrate one thing. It's Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking for work to the weekend, weekend. Friday, Friday, getting down on Friday. So I hope everyone has some plans for some of us having a very long weekend, which I enjoy. I love my three-day weekends. So happy to be off on Memorial Day. I don't plan to do absolutely anything. Someone wants to run me over a plate, we might go visit my mom very briefly. <laughs> but otherwise, I don't have a whole bunch of plans, but I hope you are getting a good start off to the weekend. So let's get into this first one, which I really like. I like the second one too, but not as much as this full on cheaty uh, episode that I think has been a long time, long time coming, man. So I'm glad we finally got it in our, uh, and, and when it made sense too, I think. Michael hesitates at restoring Chidi's very long 300 year history, which can take some time. So Eleanor requires a drink. And during the entire episode, while he's getting his memories back and we're watching that, this entire scene is unfolding and slow mo. And it involves uh, Jason spilling his dishwasher liquid type of cocktail. We go back to when Chidi was born, where his name was accompanied by his first stomach ache. His parents, Amika and Nidhi, I'm not sure, fight over their respective careers when he is eight years old and their lives. So Chidi researches divorce and gives a persu- <laughs> gives a persuasive presentation 55 minutes long while they listen on why they should stay married this actually works he tells yuzo at school that his plan is proof that you can always find the answer if you search hard enough and research hard enough it'll solve all the problems Uzo tells him he's wrong, although he's incredibly smart, and it's the beginning of his indecisiveness because he tries to choose the best seat and he ends up being unable to choose. Chidi then introduces his parents to Alexandra, who hears about his eight-year-old inspiration into philosophy story, but says her field of study tackles the more bigger questions than philosophy does. Chidi then wonders if he should switch to physics, which means he's not that committed to philosophy despite what he says. After dinner, she wants to break up as Chidi lacks passion or emotions, choosing books to find the answer as if that is the only way to find an answer instead of making a connection. And when he tries to say and lean in, that he's going to change he goes for a book and she goes out the door he gives his thesis to his professor who tells him after reading what was it 3,000 pages i have a job chidi i have a family and before i read your book i had a will to live 
before telling him he's missing heart within his genius and to he kicked him out of his office he then meets with uzo who tells him you're missing the point everyone is telling you everything doesn't have an answer they're also telling you to go with your emotions this argument continues until the day he dies by the air conditioner (laughs) where he is welcome into the good place the faux good place by michael who shows him everything is decided for him and janet has all the answers he's told he has a soulmate and that she is the answer and this is how michael uses information to torture him fast forward to janet and jason's wedding as he wonders how he could make a decision so big jason that is he remarks if you live life frozen in fear then you miss your opportunity this is factual and surprisingly coming from jason's mouth um this is also a reason why a lot of people which i'm learning later in life keeps you from doing things that fear of failing the fear of people being like i told you so instead of supporting you like they should um (laughs) but it's also prevalent in things like religion i mean when you think about people choosing not to believe in god the biggest thing holding them back is the fact that they could be wrong and then that fear of eternal damnation and hellfire like that's a lot to put on people it's a whole documentary i watched about fear (laughs) and religion and how that pretty much uh changed the mindset but we won't get into that in a time period where people were already terrifyingly afraid um jason also says things blow up when i mean things blow up around you all the time so when something special comes along lock it down you are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge during his torture years he is given several other soulmates including i forgot this girl's name (laughs) but she's a goth chick who thinks blood and birthday parties somehow go together during was this pictionary i don't remember these games it was not pictionary um charades that's what it's called before attending her ravens tahani rescues the disaster of a party by pairing him up with eleanor who makes his night the best one he's had since coming to the good place and asks how tahani is so confident she says failure living through it and learning is what helps her continue on but he can't get behind that type of lifestyle either eleanor who totally was eavesdropping and cheating during the game asked cheaty for a drink to discuss ethics three months later while walking home the chemistry is steaming and eleanor shoots her shot with a kiss he's befuddled even though he's totally into it she tells him you're not supposed to spend eternity with someone who lives in a nest and is sexually into her ravens While she thinks his story regarding his parents and why he wants to find the answer to his relationship and work on it with his soulmate, uh, she's more thinking he was cute at that age, presenting himself to his parents, but also thinks that it was too much to put on a kid and that he should have been able to just do kid-like things and worry about that instead of solving the world's problems. He said it led him to philosophy and the good place so he's going to fix his soulmate issue with her rescinding the kiss 
but knowing they are totally into each other they fight they fall in love he's reborn they fall in love again with the final goodbye to each other once again that made me kind of tear up he asked michael if soulmates are real and he says he does not think so and that he knew he wanted answers a magical blackboard that anticipates your lesson flow but mostly answers when he came to the good place especially around the idea of a soulmate um but while he doesn't think they're cosmically built they are formed between two people that get a feeling and work on that relationship and it is work 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 it's a me heavy work 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 you see me do me da 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 it's a me bad You'd be deluding yourself if you did not think so. <laughs> um, it's why some people like myself. I'm like, oh, I'm already working on one person. I ain't. I don't know if I got the capacity to work on some people. Could only work person one person at a time. I got a daughter. <laughs> Eventually, I will move into the realm of me and another male. But I haven't gotten that feeling either, and that's the thing. If you get the feeling. He explains his parents stayed together because they saw their child needed them at that moment and that they loved each other because sometimes people forget. They were reminded that they loved each other when he did that presentation and it convinced them to go to counseling, which TV never knew. And he's like, yeah, kids are idiots. <laughs> he tells them life isn't one puzzle to solve, but each day solving it anew. Michael agrees it's terribly inefficient. And Chidi says, what a time to learn. He was getting all emotional. I was getting all emotional. It's like, oh, I was not expecting this episode, but I really loved it because I think Chidi is one of those characters. We don't, we see a lot of the other side, but this new side of him really looking for the enlightenment. Um, really loved it. He asks Janet for a pen and paper to write something down and gives it to her to return to him when he sees, if he sees her again fully realized. He wakes in the present. Everyone asks how he's doing. He's like, he couldn't be better. Then says, was I super annoying the last 300 years? No, not, not that bad. <laughs> he does thank them all for all they've done for him because he's got a lot of knowledge to learn from during his 300 year experience he asked janet for his note because it's the best thing he ever wrote and we finally see what he wrote down there is no answer but eleanor is the answer and he looks over to her and it was beautiful and it leads us to you've changed man written by matt murray directed by rebecca asher premiered one nine of 20 i didn't know the show was so recently ending recently ended i should say i gave this episode a 9.6 out of 10 still loved it as i stated earlier just not as much as the predecessor judge is still searching for the remove all humanity from the chessboard button while janet tries to change her mind chidi is cool and confident he saw the time knife and it gave him all the clarity that he needed he wants warm pretzels while they figure out their plan because if they're going out 
it's going to be on a belly of warm pretzels on skates chibi tells them the system is equivalent to a man doing jail time for 10 years for smoking a joint the punishment is crueler than the actual crime eleanor concurs it's about justice while bay does a turn on his skates earning her a whammy of a kiss judge tells them to go to mindy's when she realized they're still waiting around while she looks for the button except for chidi who she still tries to hit on and to wait there while michael gets the idea that eleanor once had which is that most people are either really good really bad or in between and maybe the in-between people should go to the medium place they want to talk to the good place about the idea but they are cheery fools when they're starting to talk about the frozen yogurt and mixing all the flavors together chidi's like shut up hi shut up i'm confident now they agree to the plan so they need to convince sean who doesn't simply um want to agree to anything because he wants them to lose despite them they need to offer sean something he actually wants so they come up with the offer of themselves to be tortured for all of eternity michael included sean once again declines only wanting the system to stay the same so they decide to come up with their own plan and choose to go out on their own terms and get the judge to listen because janet creates her own oliphant because she's got a thing for timothy oliphant who's in justified he continues to interrupt the presentation he's like look i don't got a dog in this fight but i do need to understand what the hell is going on of what the new system will be like which i was a little kind of like okay sure it sounds convoluted but i get where they were going like we're not going to have a bad place it's more like if you don't get there in life you can try to get there in the afterlife and it may take more time than what humans are allotted and that's actually very true i mean sometimes people think you can just learn in the small blink of an eye but unfortunately maybe people need more time more experiences that they did not have privy to on earth so they're going to build a system around that sean declines once again but michael gets him to admit later on because he's like um where is sean he's gone so clearly he realizes that he's only thinking the team's going to come up with another plan so he wants to punt back and forth between them because it's the only fun thing he's had to do in the last 300 years michael tells him it's gonna end one way or another dude it's over but you also know that the system stunk so let's start it over together sean agrees and everyone panics as jason decides to play with the end all of humanity button like it's a freaking (laughs) little ball you are not prepared with everyone on board judge asks so where do we start with everyone looking at chidi who smiles like i'm the idea guy (laughs) so that is where we left off the episode so they're gonna rebuild the afterlife this is interesting to me i'm curious to see how it goes and where our characters go from here no feedback but that's all right if you are enjoying the podcast just give me a thumbs up a like on this podcast or you can comment below uh you could also 
Send feedback if you want to, blackgirlcouch at gmail.com in written or audio format. My social medias will be below as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until next time, peace, hair grease, a black girl magic. <laughs>